0: It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Monday episode, and it is a brand new week here on the podcast. And I am glad You have chosen to join us. I'm glad that you've chosen to spend this time with us. We do this podcast every single weekday. Eight minutes of hope, eight minutes of life, eight minutes of encouragement from the Word of God. And what a privilege it is that God has given us his word. What a privilege it is that we live in a day and age when we have God's word so abundantly available to us. It's available to us uh, on our smartphones. It's available to us on our tablets, our computers. It's available to us in our paper Bibles. It's available to us through a listening. We can listen to the Bible. We have so much access to podcasts and devotionals. And we live in a favored age. And of course, we also live in an age where there are so many problems, when the enemy has done so much, uh, he seeks to steal and to kill and to destroy. All of that's true, but let's not just get caught up in the negative things about our age. Let's rejoice in the good things that God has given us such access to his blessed and holy word. And how privileged we are. You know, we're looking at a series last week and this week called A Blessing for 2024. And basically, as we've recently started a new year, we're already to January 15th, so we're not too new into the new year anymore, but a couple weeks ago we started it. Um, We started the new year, and as we've crossed over into this new year, I want us to go through this year with a conscious realization of the blessing of God. The fact that God blesses his people, the fact that God favors his people, I want us to live in that realization of the blessing and the favor of God. And because of that, we're looking at a blessing for 2024, and I'm going to read the passage that we started with last week one more time. This is God telling Moses to tell Aaron to speak this blessing over the people of Israel. Numbers 6 22 to 27. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus shall you bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. You see this wonderful blessing that God wanted Aaron to speak over the people of Israel. The Lord bless you. We saw last week, that makes it clear, the blessing starts from God, it originates from God, it's all about God, it's done in his name for his glory. Also, we saw that that means we should want this blessing. To say, well, God, I just want you, I don't want your blessing, that's nonsense. Having God's presence, having God's peace, it is his blessing. We should all want the blessing of God. The Lord keep you. You know, the God, God keeping us from evil. God keeping us from temptation. God keeping us from the attack of the enemy. In our body, in our soul, in our spirit. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. What a wonderful promise. You know, we talked last week on Friday about how that could be like the sun shining upon the earth. God makes his face shine upon us. There's also the thought of the Lord smiling upon us. The Lord rejoicing over his people. That's also part of that thought. The Lord dancing over his people with joy. And, uh, you know, there's also the thought even of how God, uh, he made his glory shine on Moses' face so that when Moses came off the mountain, he was shining with God's glory. That's included in this thought as well. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And now the fourth phrase that I'm going to look at today before we keep moving on to the the next few phrases, the rest of this week, this phrase, the blessing said, the Lord be gracious to you. We all need the graciousness of God. We need to receive his grace for salvation and for every part of our lives. We need to receive his gracious help. Grace, of course, is God's unmerited favor. Uh, He gives us what we do not deserve. It's also God's divine enablement or his supernatural power to do God's will. That's God's grace, both that he gives us what we don't deserve, and also he gives us a power to accomplish his will. You know, if not for God's graciousness, we would have nothing. We do not deserve anything from God. We do not deserve any good thing from God. We don't deserve. Uh, we don't deserve family. We don't deserve relationships. We don't deserve righteousness. We don't deserve peace. We don't deserve God's love. We don't even deserve our next breath. But because of God's graciousness, He gives us these good gifts. It, we. It, it's because of His grace we get anything. But he gives us all these blessings in this wonderful prayer because he is gracious. He does keep us. He does make his face shine upon us. He does give us joy. He does give us peace. What a mighty, amazing God we serve. Friends, I just want to encourage us here today to receive the grace of God. Don't think you can work for it. You can't. The very meaning of grace means I can't work for it, I can't merit it, I can't earn it. I can't earn or work for God's grace, but I can receive it. If you think you're going to work for God's grace, I have bad news for you. You can never do enough. You can never be worthy of it. You can never earn it. You can never deserve it. That's the bad news. The good news is, the great news, you don't have to earn it. You don't have to deserve it. You don't have to work for it. God gives it to us freely and without reserve if you accept what he has done. The way to get God's grace is simply by faith, by saying, Lord, I believe, Lord, I receive. Give me your grace. That's the type of God we serve. Of course, we know that it is by grace that we're saved. The graciousness of God was the very thing that saved us. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast you see if you insist on in everything being fair and getting what you deserve you miss out because you do not deserve anything you do not deserve favor you do not deserve God's salvation you don't deserve his forgiveness but when you receive you can get everything that God has for your life receive the grace of God receive the favor of God receive the blessing of Of God, receive the salvation of God, not based on what you did, but on His grace. You know, we were saved by grace because of what Jesus did through His perfect life, through His death, and through His resurrection. We are saved by believing in that work of Christ, not by what we do. Now, of course, our works change once we're saved, but it's not the works that save you. It's 100% the grace of God that He gives us through faith in what He did. He's a gracious God. And of course, if He's gracious to us, Let's show that same grace to others. Let's extend God's grace to others. Let's not be quick to judge. Let's not be quick to be harsh on others. God is so gracious to us when we don't deserve it. Let's be gracious to others as well. Thank you for watching, listening. We'll be back tomorrow on The 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to The 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. With any questions or comments. May God bless you.